Uh, sadly, this is the last Plan B of 2019. I'm going to be on the radio next week, uh, but Rebecca is not in town. So it is, Rebecca, it has become custom for you in the last Plan B of a year to remind us of the good things that happened to us in the year that is coming to a close. It was. Uh, it felt like a bit of a hard task this year, John. I'm not sure why. But before I get into that, let me ask you your views on the very boring debate about whether this is should be counted as the last year of the decade. I don't have views on that. I only have views on things that are not very boring. Got you. <laughs> wow. That is withering. <laughs> no, okay. I, I don't. I, it comes up every day. You know, the, at the time of the millennium, it came mm. up as well. Um, you know, when you born, you zero days, and you your first birthday is at the end of a year. Yes. So by that logic, we are coming not to the end of the decade. But who thinks that yeah. the transition from 2000 to 2001 was significant? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Anyway, so, I, I so, really yeah, thought I mean, maybe I should have recapped the whole decade in good <laughs> things for us, but we can save that perhaps for next year. Yes. All right. So, good things that happened to us nationally this year. It was rich in the sporting field, John. The Springboks won the Rugby World Cup. And let's never forget that. We may not have electricity. In fact, this particular area won't in about 12 minutes, but 18 minutes. But we we did win the World Cup. And it was a nice feeling. The Springbok Sevens won the World Rugby Sevens, I believe. And UCT's Aiki Tigers won the World University Rugby Cup title, which sounds like quite a big deal, apparently for the second year. The junior South African ballerinas, John, became the 2019 World Ballet Champions. And this is the point at which I had to stop doing the sports thing because it was becoming overwhelming. But I would also <laughs> like to mention a South African man who won the World Bowling Championships in Thailand. We have been dominating on a sports. And we've stage. just won Ice Hockey World Championships. There you go. There we go. There you go. Pumalela Mapukata. Just won Mr. Deaf World 2019, in addition, of course, to Miss South Africa winning Miss Universe, which leads us to believe, John, we are very attractive people, mainly the ones in the studio at the moment, but also generally. And that is confirmed by the fact that a global survey ranked South Africans this year as the sixth sexiest nation. Just behind it. Who are the top five? The Italians just pipped us, but we just pipped Australia, and really, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. The Indlovu Youth Choir made the finals of America's Got Talent, and weren't they wonderful? Trevor Noah got a Grammy nomination for his comedy album, and the Sweater Gospel Choir won the Best World Music Album Grammy, probably for the umpteenth time. Zapiro, our very own cartoonist, became a French knight. And our opera singer, Pretty Yende, became an Italian knight, which I didn't know was a thing, but she was awarded the knight of the Italian star. In individual accomplishments, John, it's been magnificent. A South African professor performed the world's first 3D inner ear surgery. We also, I can't take a lot of credit for it personally, but we discovered a new species of spider a button spider. I'm sure you devoted a lengthy segment to that, John. Uh, I, I did. I spoke about it in great detail and at length. Yes. Oh, I was joking, but there we go. So and, um, you know, 64% of South Africans polled by YouGov this year still class themselves as optimists. I mean, that's really quite something under the circs. Now we move to the political arena where I really had to dig a bit harder. But we did see the first, in a while, high-profile arrest 
of the former State Security Minister Bongani Bongo as a result of his alleged attempt to bribe an ESCOM investigator, which suggests perhaps that the era of impunity for the very powerful is coming to an overdue end. We've had the Zondo Commission continuing to unpack the fetid mess that is state capture, and even though the work is long and torturous and seems never-ending, I think it's worth reminding ourselves that even three years ago, it would have been unthinkable to imagine some of South Africa's most powerful people being called in front of the nation to account for themselves over the last decade. And I find that quite remarkable. We shed a number of underperforming ministers this year, like Batabile Dlamini. Kept a few as well, but we we're, now we're looking on the positive, so I, I will not interrupt in that nope. we also gloomy saw way. A slim down of ministries, much needed, and a cut to ministerial perks. Again, perhaps inadequate, but there we are. Former President Jacob Zuma may finally have run out of road in postponing his criminal trial, which could be one of the things to look forward to in 2020. It could. Did you see that remark about um, him? Go, you, you saw that he went to Cuba to, to get post-poisoning mm. treatment and one of the uh, byproducts of the poisoning event of 2014 was lapses in memory. Yes, I did. And, and laying the grounds for, I'm sorry, Justice Zondo, I just can't remember. I was poisoned, you know. That's what he will perhaps be bringing to an actual court <laughs> next year. South Africa is back in the first league and that means the top 60 countries of the World Economic Forum's Global Competitiveness Index, which lists countries for desirability of investment. We slipped out of it last year, but we are back in. And finally, it was quite a short list, I did warn you. The NPA has indicated it is almost ready to take a number of big corruption and state capture cases to court, like the Estina Dairy matter. It's also going to be looking into all sorts of fascinating TRC matters. So the, the, the arc of the moral universe, John, may be bending slowly towards justice next year. That would be fantastic. Stellenbosch University Choir also won a world choir competition. There's just one more. And Brad Binder, our MotoGP rider, being pushed up. There are there are a whole range of others. And I, I hope that people will share them. I mean, Rebecca got the ball rolling. I did. Let's add to that ball so that it grows and grows in size until it overwhelms us with positivity. Yeah, it's it's not a great end to the year. The uh, the lack of electricity and the lack of economic activity, prompted by the lack of electricity, does kind of sour things. But what can we look forward to next year then? This was an even shorter and harder list, John. But here we go. I've been really. I mean, I rolled up my sleeves. The Olympics. Who doesn't love a Summer Olympics? And now Russia can't compete. Well, they can compete, but under neutral flags. So everyone else can have a chance of winning something. Question, John. When an athlete complete, competes in the Olympics under a neutral flag, what do they play when they win gold? Nicola's, Nicola will tell you. She knows. I also know it was a test. Ah, we had it as a rapid-fire question recently. Ah, you see. What is the answer? You give it. Ode to joy. Is that no. right? Yes. Okay. Um, what else? We have a new James Bond film coming in April. <laughs> Do you think that's weak? So, sorry, if that's number two on your list, I'm not looking forward to numbers three down to Perhaps ten. Perhaps this will please you more. We're also awaiting Legally Blonde 3. That thrills <laughs> um, me. Okay, how about this? There's a Top Gun sequel coming after 31 years. <laughs> <laughs> See, some people are genuinely delighted I, I'm, by this. I'm staying in 2019 if this is all I can look forward to. I'm not to. done. Okay. Donald good. Trump might, might end his term as U.S. president. Unless you are a great Donald Trump fan, in which case I the have, good news is that he four, might not. I have four 
and they will all be um, contacting me in the next 15 seconds to tell me that um, but the Donald Trump is, is the best president ever in the history of the world. Well, the good news is he might very well stick there for another four years. So that would be good news too. Now, if you're the type of person who is very fond of their smartwatch and thinks smartwatches are cool, the good news is audio sunglasses are coming your way this year. What? You're going to be wearing sunglasses that are going to be playing music, answering calls. You'll be living in the future. I see it for you, John. They are proper sunglasses, but they're made by Bose. Voice translation devices are also going to be everywhere this year. Just little tiny pocket things that translate 74 languages with very little hassle. You never have to learn another language again. Wonderful news for women next year. No less an authority than Anna Wintour says that flat shoes are going to be the very biggest thing. So I can bid farewell to these excruciating six-inch stilettos I'm currently rocking. (laughs) Exercise sessions are set to get even shorter. One of the key fitness trends for 2020 is going to be micro-heat, which is, of course, high-intensity interval training. Micro-heat sessions can last only two minutes at a time, and you can just pepper them throughout the day, and you will be fit as a fiddle. If you are a fan of live wrestling, and who is not, John? WWE Live is coming to Grand West in April. And finally, and this is probably the only actually quite positive one, data costs in South Africa are likely to sharply decrease following the Competition Commission's ruling that they had to top their prices. That top is of my list of things to look forward to in 2020 is the return of Plan B with Rebecca Davis. Enjoy your festive season. Bye-bye.